Welcome to Fake Redhead Talking Fast, the podcast where you can hear an opinionated Scot slash share her thoughts. I'm Cassie, the fake redhead in question, and let's get to it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fake Redhead Talking Fast. You really didn't take me seriously about, you know, the, the next episode of that two-parter being up immediately, did you? Because that was, that was just being silly. I was just... It's just making a, a little silly joke. Anyway, it's up now, um, or is going up now. It's here. You're listening to it. Hello. Okay. Uh, it may or may not be quarter to four on Monday afternoon, and I forgot that I had put the podcast up. So hello, everyone. Um, yes. So this is the second part of my Emma recording with my good friend Hetty. I hope you've all uh, enjoyed the first part. Um, I can't remember if the audio issues fall in that half or this half, so apologies again in advance. And I also have to issue an apology, an official apology, this is me officially apologising, to Romolo Garari. My dad did not like the fact that I chose to mispronounce her name on purpose. He didn't take too much issue with the fact that in that same sentence I said I didn't like her. But, on the off chance that you listen to this, Romolo, I do in fact like you, I can pronounce your name, and I thought you were very good in Havana Nights Dirty Dancing too. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the podcast, and please do enjoy the second half of Emma, featuring Hetty. Thank you, bye! Bloopers you asked me to bring out in in the text that you sent me uh, for inspiration. I have, I knew about the nosebleed thing. Uh I'm I am somewhat conflicted on it, to be honest. When I saw it happening, I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I think mm. it's great in the showing just how much stress Emma is under. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm conflicted. Tell me, tell me your thoughts. Tell me your vibes. Yeah, I also wasn't a fan. But it has <gasps> oh, grown wow. on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like you need to know that it was scripted that then Anya really did have a nosebleed and that just adds so much to it because then you're yeah. like, wow. Like, <laughs> keep it rolling, so keep it rolling. More. Yeah, <laughs> so much better when you know that the actors were really going through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really was having a nosebleed. It's, and like it's been a really long shoot. Yeah. But I de- yeah, I definitely wasn't a fan, but I've grown to be a fan of the nosebleed. Yeah, like you said, it adds a lot of emotion to it and I'm like okay mm-hmm. she's really stressed this is a very big deal and it's a comedy you need you need that little bit of those moments of levity yeah, yeah. otherwise and it's, it's not good I think it shows that so many period dramas take themselves so seriously mm-hmm. like recently I was watching Poldark with a friend and Poldark is a very good show mm-hmm. I do really enjoy it but by George is it hard going yeah Ooh, yeah. there's a <laughs> lot of angst and I feel like people tend to think that you need the angst in order to mm. make it a believable period drama but people no. were just you know out here having nosebleeds in the 1800s yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a funny time and I think it's really <laughs> shown <laughs> people were just getting nosebleeds whenever they were proposed to I think that all period drama should have that now at least for every proposal scene, there should be one weird bleeding orifice. Yeah, it just adds to it. <laughs> I'm going to um, pretend like I didn't just use the term orifice. Yeah, one second, my dog's wandered in. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> so I'm going to go and deal with that. No problem. 
was there any other bloopery things that you wanted to discuss? Because that's literally all I know about the non-scripted, scripted nosebleed scene. <laughs> yeah, what are the other bloopers? I mean, basically anything Bill Nye does is incredible yeah. and hilarious. Oh, the ones where Miranda keeps messing up her line in the shop and misplacing her gloves. I love that. Yes, that's the other ones. I've forgotten mm-hmm. all the other bloopers. The nosebleed is just the best one. Yeah, the the nosebleed is well. To be fair, it's it's an impactful moment. <laughs> it's all just them messing up their lines, really. I mean, that many funny people so close. Yeah. Like, have you seen the video of them all lying on the floor singing songs from Les <gasps> <Yeah>. Mis? <gasps> I love that video. Makes me so happy. Anya Taylor Joy has one of the weirdest accents. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. All the other bloopers are just the them. Them messing up their lines. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, she has like a really weird accent. She's like, yeah. I think she's Argentinian and American, mm. and has been, or either has been raised in the UK or spent a lot of time in the UK, and so just her normal speaking voice is wild. Yeah. She sounds American, but then you're like, mm, also mm-hmm. not. <laughs> And she doesn't sound Latina at all, but she's more Argentinian than anything. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, anyway, I feel we can now move on from bloopers. Um, this is one that you kind of stirred in my head to a more cohesive thought, but I had it had been bouncing around in there. The mm. male versus female gaze. Mm. So even, I think even in period dramas, which are, and this is not to be, you know, stereotypical which are more generally marketed and enjoyed by women mm-hmm. we still get a lot of the male gaze yeah like so much in it is for the enjoyment of men yeah they are not largely the viewership we don't really have that in emma do we no i think what i why i noticed it is because we don't see it so often so mm-hmm. when we see Knightley having his like little breakdown, it is so refreshing to see mm-hmm. men showing emotion. Oh that yeah, I was like, wow, what is this? Same with, his, well, his nudity at the beginning, like when he's getting changed. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, trigger warning for nudity. <laughs> it's not all right. Can I paraphrase any <laughs> any conversation that happens there? It's not full nudity. No, it's, it's all acceptable. very tasteful. <laughs> Um, IMDb it before you watch. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that is... Well, I mean, I generally don't want to ask nudity in, but if it does... <laughs> if, like, if it does, it is just, like, females getting changed. That's yeah. what they like to put in. And, and that's not even full nudity, but very often no. the framing and the shots are done in such a way that you're like, ah, okay, this is about her, her body more than her actual character. And so it's it was refreshing to see a man get changed on camera. But yeah. Like, and it's... like being, this is such a weird thing to say, <laughs> but being dressed because he's yeah. a gentleman and gentlemen had valets yeah. and this is what they did. And yeah. I think so much of period drama is trying to portray men as like these big stalwart figures that don't have any help. Mm-hmm. When in actual fact that they did have these very vulnerable yeah. And we just never and it's like right at the start of the film. And yeah. Or Knightley's character and just I feel the tone of the film in general. Definitely. Yeah. And 
and any hand scene oh hand scenes yes is just the best form of like female gaze that there is there's all of the classics with joe joe wright yeah joe wright's movies joe wright obviously Prejudice. Mm-hmm. The hand flex. Oh yeah. So, but even in this one, <clears throat> there is um, like when well when they hold their hands to dance with no gloves on. Mm-hmm. Incredible. It's Just, it's it's amazing. And at the end, oh, that's another bit where. Nightly shows and emotions at the end at the wedding. He's crying. Oh yeah, and just shows. Yeah, it's like what's been talked about a lot recently with men needing to talk about their emotions more and show mm-hmm. their emotions and yeah, have a support group and all of that. And it just was done so naturally on screen that you're like, it made them more human and not not mm-hmm. like a Hollywood man, but like an average man that you would meet on like an on actual because. Actual men do cry at their weddings. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you do you think that because we don't explicitly have things like that in the source material in the book, do you think it's taking liberties with the character or just expending what we can identify from his character from what we have? Mm. That was I, the weirdest you, way to frame that question. Yeah. I, I think adding emotion as long as it's not uh, too exaggerated is fine mm-hmm. with any character and it's done in such a way in this version that it's subtle enough just to make him feel more human and you connect to him more yeah than it being like why on earth is he suddenly so emotional or whatever yeah. and I think what you were saying earlier especially with how he treats people like and like how he reacts to the situation with Robert Mark picnic Mrs. Bates Miss Bates mm-hmm. um he is clearly a sensitive man. Yeah. I feel shorthand sympathetic and sensitive for weak and gibbering wreck. Yeah. And it's just not true. It's just no. not the way it is. No. Strong and p- perfectly manly, but shows mm-hmm. his emotions in the right circumstances. Yeah. That's. He's not people crying all the time he is in very strong control of his emotions but the one point where i feel like he let is when him and emma are talking about frank churchill going up to london to get his haircut and he goes he's a yeah. trifling silly fop i was like oh <laughs> that's a bit catty but i love it because he you know he is also human he's not this perfect paragon mm-hmm. of chivalry and wonderfulness he also has that he has that little bit that yeah. little bit of jealousy in him um, and, and I, he doesn't like churchill the whole way through from the beginning nope. when he doesn't turn up to the wedding and he's like if he'd wanted to he could have like yeah. he's he's made his decision on whether he or not he likes him and he's definitely catty about it yeah his animosity is not based on frank churchill's relationship with emma it's based on the fact that he doesn't think Frank is a good man. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that kind of shows his principles all the more. Yeah, it does. The more you talk about it, just the more wonderful he becomes. <laughs> um, I'm going to swap around the order of our last few questions a little bit. Okay. Um, because I want to bring this one up to more what we were talking about. Does having an understanding of Regency customs and culture make it more enjoyable, make watching it more enjoyable, like 
how we were talking about the significance of the ungloved hands when dancing. Mm, yeah, I I definitely think so. I took my best friend to go and see it, and she has no knowledge of anything period drama regency historical at all. But she enjoyed the movie, and mm-hmm. it was amazing watching it with her because she had no idea what was coming. So I could see her reaction to it the first time, and that's just like the best thing. Uh, afterwards, I'm like, "So did you see the twist coming?" <laughs> and then I but then I had why I was freaking out mess for half of it yeah like <laughs> just everything I'm getting so excited about costumes about yeah the ungloved hands about all sorts of random stuff that she just had no idea either why I was laughing or why I was mm-hmm. excited about it or emotional about it so you definitely need some form of understanding to get the most out of it but it's still a good movie Mm-hmm. if you have no idea that's the thing it's not done with any degree of snobbery mm. it's not a film that is like well you you wouldn't understand it if you haven't yeah if you don't haven't read it or know anything about it it's for everyone and you can just yeah. gain more enjoyment knowing a bit of background yeah i think it's the perfect beginning period drama for people mm-hmm. nowadays it like once you've seen that and it's just a comedy and it's funny and then you can introduce them to other period dramas and then eventually yeah. everyone will love period dramas. Yeah. <laughs> there's a scale somewhere between like Emma and Jamaica Inn and there's yeah. like something kind of lighthearted but with moments of drama between I think like Lark Rise to Candleford is in that middle bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like still yeah. fun moments but also more serious. Oh, Jamaica Inn's a hard slog. <laughs> that it that really is. we just talk for a second about that dance scene though. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. Like it's such a shift in the movie. You exactly. Like, it's it's the moment where you go, oh, things are different yeah. now. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's so incredible. <laughs> <laughs> just them chatting and her being like, right, let's dance, and mm-hmm. he's just like so taken aback that she would want to dance with him. And their their dance is so incredible. They don't have their gloves on, which is scandalous. Scandalous. Everyone around them, you quite clearly see the camera is showing that everyone else has their gloves on and that they do not. And they get so distracted in the fact that they have never danced together before, that they've never been that close to each other, that they just get distracted and they're just stood there until the dance moves them along. And it's Mm -hmm. just beautiful. And then at the end, it's like, oh, well, what did we just do? (laughs) Yeah. It's like they, they have that moment where they go, oh. Yeah, I we're don't not, think the friendship is salvageable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All like from that. a dance with no gloves. Exactly. I mean... It's just, I think it is that that vulnerability thing again. They both see mm. each other in a slightly shifted light. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. I just, I love it so much. And that moment at the end when she's in her carriage and he's walking past and just kind of comes to a dead stop. and It's almost like they've sensed each other next to each other. And they just they yeah. exchange that look, and then the carriage pulls away. Oh, man. that carriage driver is in my bad books because we <laughs> needed that conversation to happen. That yeah. it was just you're like, oh, oh, it's gonna, oh, and they've gone. Oh, no. So close to it, and I think the also importance of that, um, when she is already so thankful for him for stepping in. I think that comes before for stepping in and yeah. helping her friend. So she'd already shifted her thinking and been like, wow, he's such a gentleman. He's done mm-hmm. such a great thing for my best friend. 
and then it just makes it more of a like a passionate dance even though it's not a passionate dance it's just no but like the room yeah there's so (laughs) many different ways that something can be passionate and that is like just down to the eye contact like can you imagine making that long sustained eye contact with anyone let alone someone of the opposite sex like cold sweat that I break out into the idea of having to like make eye contact with a barista is bad enough but yeah it is it is incredible and I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna swap these around further what scene do you think is most important either narratively or from a character standpoint or even from a societal standpoint like what do you feel is the a majorly impactful scene definitely what we've already talked about with Mm -hmm. breakdown is just such a big iconic scene and just so changing in the way that films are made and it just it blew me away when I saw it I was just I couldn't stop talking about it everywhere went yeah it made (laughs) him have a breakdown (laughs) like I don't think you understand how major this is and Mm -hmm. I've never seen anything like it 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 was amazing um it's such a big scene is my favorite one of my favorite scenes the other scene I I don't think I've made it through without crying yet is when he goes to save Harriet from Mr. Elton being so mean I just yes I just cry every time he starts walking across the room and he's got such good intentions and she's so happy and and Mm -hmm. he's made her so happy but he's also made Emma happy and everyone it's just and it's just from being a decent man like no designs no machinations just because he is a decent guy it just goes from like uh such a sad moment where you're like oh i'm i would hate to be in that situation too such a a joyous moment of wow everything's fixed Mm -hmm. and the world is okay again and brilliant yeah and i think in as much as i do find harriet quite insipid and like simpering you can completely understand her thinking that yeah. she's in love with him from that moment. Yeah. Because I, yeah. that's a 17 year old me would do. Like, a hundred percent, that would be 17 year old me's line of thought. Any and he's just, yeah. slight attention, and I'm in love with them. So, yeah, 100%. <laughs> you really put yourself out here, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to show me attention. I'm down for it. <laughs> uh instagram handle will be linked (laughs) oh man yes um i feel like asking this is possibly immaterial but i'm gonna ask anyway favorite scene all everything all the whole thing all two and a half hour and a half whatever it's just one really long scene right i can choose the (laughs) whole movie a continuous (laughs) shot it doesn't actually cut at all nah (laughs) that's a great scene Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the i again this is not in my notes and we're already at an hour but i've got stuff to edit out and i want to keep chatting because it's so fun mm-hmm. um that the scene near the end before the wedding when they kind of like kiss for the first time and everything one amazingly funny especially from yeah. Bud. i feel a draft about the knees <laughs> it's like yes a draft yeah yeah, yeah about that's the definitely. <laughs> i love that but it's just the fact that Emma's the one that makes the first move, mostly. You know, she she kisses him first. And, oh, I've, I needed to get this off my chest to someone. The fact that he moves in with them. Yes, yes. Oh, my word. 
so so beautiful what a moment he she's just like but these are all the problems that are holding us apart like no we can't do Mm -hmm. this and he's like there's nothing wrong I will do anything for you don't worry it's so beautiful no arrogance just like yep I'll move in with your dad obviously like for a gentleman with his own land not just his own house but his own land to willingly move in with into his wife's home for her like oh she's like in charge and he just doesn't care i am a mess if i think about it too hard like (laughs) i don't know why it's just that complete willingness not to and i wouldn't want people to think that it's in order to show that you love someone you have to be willing to give up everything for them Mm. but it's the fact that it's almost just second nature to him he just goes yeah this is the opposite of an issue. Yeah. And the thing is, it's a bit callous, but like, Mr. Woodhouse is not going to live forever. So it could be like, why yeah. don't we move him into Donwell for his last few years? It's not a problem. Yeah. But no, it's like, we'll keep him at Hartfield. I'll come and live at Hartfield. I'm here all the time anyway. What difference would it make? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's incredible. And the, just, you can imagine what society, if he was in any measure of society, would have thought of that. Mm. Like, they would have thought he was insane. Yeah. Or that she, like, had some hideous kind of blackmail on her. <laughs> yeah. But it's the fact not that... not the dumb thing. No. But it, it's so the right thing to do in that situation, and that's what makes mm-hmm. him so amazing. He reads the situation, he knows what is best and reasonable, and doesn't go along with what is, yeah, deemed correct by society. He's just like, yeah. this is what is the right thing to do as a human being and would make this situation so much better. So we're going to do that. Yeah, And it shows his love and respect, not only for Emma, but also for Mr. Woodhouse. Yeah. And I, I, it's just so great. I love it so much. Yeah. Well, we have come to the end of our laid out questions. So is there anything else that you feel like we have not covered in great enough detail or just a teeny tiny thing that you'd like to bring out? Any characters... Because we've we've like yeah. missed like people like Mrs. Elton, who's mm-hmm. an experience. Mr. Elton, right. who I find one of the creepiest men ever committed to cinema. But yeah, honestly, like the what comedy. can you say? We haven't we haven't talked about the comedy in the movie. There's so much drama in it and so much amazingness and brilliant acting. And emotion. Comedy, yeah, mm-hmm. comedy is second to none. It is the greatest thing. Miranda mm-hmm. Hart is. Oh the perfect Mrs. Bates because she can act the emotion when Fox Hill she can do that perfectly but the rest of the time she just switches it on I was taken aback so quickly and the humour is perfect for the time period it doesn't feel like it's got modern humour but it doesn't feel like it's got old Mm. humour if that makes sense it just feels it does it's just funny but accurate Mr. Elton I love him I love (laughs) Josh O'Connor is amazing and to see him go from being Prince Charles to being Mr. Elton is just, <laughs> it messed with my brain. I was like, this is not the same person. This is not the same. This is so different. It is a bit of a jump in it. But he's Not hilarious. least in the accent. That's, well, yeah. And that's one of the bloopers, extra bloopers. Is Well, it's not really bloopers, but he ad-libbed so much. <gasps> Did like, he? Most of his stuff is just him being like, wouldn't it be funny if he did this? So, like, all the times when he's, like, undoing, you know, when he's in the carriage oh. and he's, like, slowly undoing it. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> undoing his little ties. That's 
totally like I've lived and the same with when he's like stood next to Zelton and they're all chatting about going to Donwell and doing all of that and he's just like flicking <laughs> flicking his tassels around it's just <laughs> it's so perfect it just adds how ridiculous he is as a man mm-hmm. he's just such a ridiculous funny he's like, person very much Knightley's foil like in so many ways like the yeah. arrogance and the belief in his own self-importance and just like the complete lack of self-awareness yeah and he's so vain and it's just so vain and mrs elton is incredible Mm -hmm. like so funny as well she's the only one that doesn't have historically accurate clothing but it totally gets but it works like it 100 percent works she needs the out outrageous colors and outrageous Mm -hmm. fashions because like the hair is yeah like that she, crazy bow hair. She is like fashionable, but like not fashionable. You know, like yeah. what she fashionable she, but not classy. Yeah, and yeah, the, those three characters bring such amazing comedy to it and make it so enjoyable to watch. It's less like, oh no, Emma's making all these mistakes. Which <laughs> you be... have to sit through that <laughs> yeah which is, i think maybe is the problem i have with other adaptations is it's, yeah it's too awkward you get so much secondhand embarrassment oh yes and you just, just oh, feel, that's what it is you feel too <sighs> awkward watching it because you're like mm-hmm. oh i wish i could help her or something you put it into words i didn't realize but, that that is what i had been feeling but that is exactly what i'd been feeling whereas this time you're you can laugh at everyone and so it doesn't feel so bad i think yeah that's that's it. Emma is Emma twenty twenty is funny, and you can watch it and and not feel too <laughs> socially awkward. <laughs> it makes you feel better about your own socially inept yeah. qualities. I always think yeah. that's like I may overshare, but at least I am <laughs> not as mean as Emma. Which, to be fair, <laughs> the people on my Monday group would strongly attest to. Um, but that we're not talking to them right now. I'm talking to you. <laughs> but yes it is an absolute masterpiece i would 100 percent encourage pretty much anyone to watch it to be fair yeah Yeah. like anyone and their mother father uncle dog you can all watch it and enjoy it it. well i was gonna say go watch it and then listen to this podcast but to get to this point you have to listen to the podcast so listen to watch it listen to the podcast watch it again and then watch it again because now you have such a more (laughs) in-depth yeah like what's going on in the spirit of like 100% disclosure, you did way much, way more um, prior research than I did because you watched it again, didn't you? Yeah. And I, I said I was going to, and I didn't because I couldn't find it anywhere and I've been so busy. But I, I oh, I'm I planning was gonna to rewatch all of the versions, but <gasps> I just watched the 2020 version because it's the best so one you need. and my love. So, oh, yeah. That's all also, I needed. <laughs> also, Robert Martin, Harry Smith, so cute, adorable. We love that. Yeah. The whole yeah. taking off the hat thing, the bonnet thing, we love uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> you, there is never a cut-off point where you can stop talking about it because all of it is so good. Like exactly. there's just Every details. Is perfect. Every character is perfect. It's just it's wonderful. Like, even down to the footman. I think that they're the footman's so names funny. Charles and Bartholomew. I think they're called, and they uh, light up my life. Like I'm living for it. The, yeah. They, I, everyone adds to it. The footmen are so funny, mm-hmm. especially with the 
with the scene where they unveil of this <gasps> gone forever. But no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> when they unveil the um, the frame and it's so yes! dramatic and so extra. and the eyebrows from Mister um, Elton. They're yeah, just like... like trying to keep it cool, mm-hmm. but quite clearly need to laugh. And <laughs> they, oh, what a house to live in! I want to I think, see them. Yeah, it helps you remember the fact that the servants and the help, the downstairs people, mm. weren't just decoration. Like, yeah, they were actual people who were having to watch all the craziness <laughs> that the upper classes put themselves yeah. through, Ridiculous. and they're just like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> but uh, it just. They are amazing. I think that we have done it. I think we've pretty much exhausted anything I can think of. Um, as always, I will encourage people to reach out to me on Twitter at RedheadFastTalk. If you think we've missed anything, you would like to add anything to our observations, no one ever reaches out on my Twitter, by the way, Hetty. It's very sad. I have um, three people following my Twitter, and two of them are my dad. <laughs> Because he's got two different accounts. <laughs> I was going to say, no one reaches out to you because you cover it so well and in so much depth, but maybe it's just because no one follows you. <laughs> I, th- I feel I may be being uncharitable. I think I might have the giddy heights of five followers now. Wow. But um, anyway, <laughs> yes, please do reach out on Redhead Fast Talk. If you feel like we've missed anything, you want to contest any of our points, don't because... I will set Hetty on you and her dog, um, however nervous it may be, and her hamster, just for good measure. My hamster is more vicious. Um, and yes, go check out Hetty's Instagram page, which is um, Love Hetty. There we go. See, I confused you because I called yeah, it at Hetty Loves. I'm so sorry. It's a beautiful Instagram page. She is. You've been to Chatsworth, haven't you? Yes. Twice. That's like. That's like period drama mecca right there. Yeah, Chatsworth House. Not posted in a while, but this will get me back into it. I'm going to two National Trust properties next weekend. And I still have one castle to talk about from France. So go and see all those things on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then when I come up to Scotland, we're going to do National Trust properties together. And it will be fabulous. We're going to Bath next year, definitely. (gasps) Oh, Yes. Live the best Catherine Moreland life. Gonna We're going to think that everyone's a murderer. <laughs> and that... <laughs> I already do. <laughs> I, feel, I find it's the safest way to live. If you just assume that everyone's a serial killer, you're far less likely to be yeah. abducted. <laughs> yeah, and it's so nice when you find out people aren't. And then, mm-hmm. you know. That's the thing. I... You're always either right or pleasantly surprised. Yes. <laughs> So yes, at Redhead Fast Talk for me, um, I don't have a podcast Instagram, and at oh love Hetty, love Hetty, <laughs> to reach out to Hetty. Thank you everyone so much for listening, Hetty. It's been an absolute joy and pleasure to have you on. Please do come back again. We will talk about anything, anything okay. to have you back on. Thank you. I've loved it. I I need to do this every week. <laughs> I barely get a podcast out every week, let alone one with a guest. Um, but yes, please, everyone, thank in your own homes because we won't be able to hear you. Thank Hetty for coming to join us. Hetty, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> 
that my cherries was my first remote guest ever on fake red hair talking fast i really hope you enjoyed hattie um coming on the podcast and sharing her thoughts as we all know we love obsessive people on this podcast we love people who get really into the, what they're passionate about because that is the name of the game uh so thank you so much again i again apologize for the technical issues and for the fact that my microphone is really a lot stronger than i, re- I was realizing so don't worry i've taken that on board and the next time i have a guest on which hopefully won't be very long at all if i can get my act together helen i will i will get in touch with you soon and then hopefully it'll run a bit smoother and you know it's all a learning curve so thank you all so much for your patience and for your dedication to this podcast so i hope you are all doing very well i look forward to getting back in the podcasting game I, i like you know being a bit more regular with my episodes and i really hope you guys enjoy what's coming up so in the meantime thank you all again so much for listening for your support for your love and for your jokes and i will speak soon bye Thank you.